Hey gang, welcome back to Let's Talk About Time. I'm Brian Henderson. I'm not Brian Henderson. I am Cat Hunter. But if any of you are born in Australia and you are listening and you don't know who Brian Henderson is, I really feel old now. If you don't know who Brian Henderson is, Google him. Anyway, this podcast is not about Brian Henderson, and I'm not really even sure why I'm still reading in a slightly, slightly newsreaderish voice. But this is me today, guys, and I say let your freak flag fly. And when it comes to getting stuff out there, just be yourself. That's my motto. That is what you will get when you listen to this podcast. You are not going to get a professional, well-organized, slick production because, because that is just not who I am. And it's not who you need to be either. If you want to make stuff, make stuff. Anyway, The topic of today's podcast is a little question that I asked myself and that I think a lot of you probably have asked yourself or maybe are still asking yourself when you get to a certain point in your business journey. And it might not even be after you've started your business. It might be you're in a a job that you're not loving. It might be a certain point in your life. It might be a relationship, whatever it is. How did I get here? How did I get here? So I asked myself this question about six to eight months in to starting my business. I started my virtual assistant business over a year ago now. And I started it with freedom and frivolity in mind. <laughs> Maybe not so much frivolity because I have two little kids um, under four, but I definitely started it with the idea of working less hours for the same or more reward and having more time to spend with my family, more time for myself and more freedom just to kind of escape that really hustly, rushed, grindy type, um, I guess, vibe and culture that comes with having a nine to five role, no matter how supportive or, you know, flexible your nine to five is, there's still a lot that comes with that, especially when you're a parent, you know, you're getting up early, you're dropping kids off, you're scrambling to make lunch and swap the, you know, chocolate chip muesli bar for the one that's not going to get you judged when you drop your kid off with the unhealthy lunchbox. (laughs) Whatever you're doing, there's a lot that goes with that. And I started a business to kind of get out of that. You know, I was at a certain point in my life where I had just had my second daughter, Evie, and I already had Rosie, who was almost three, and I just didn't want that return to my nine-to-five role to be my only option. I felt really boxed in and wedged in to something that I really didn't want to do, but something that kind of felt inevitable to me because of you know, hashtag cost of living guys. (laughs) It wasn't an option for me to not, to stop working completely. If we wanted to be able to, you know, we just bought our house. If we wanted to be able to keep our house, (laughs) if we wanted to be able to, um, eat and pay our bills, I had to go back to work. 
So we had recently moved from Sydney to the central coast during the pandemic to be closer to my family. And there was a lot going on in life personally, both with the kids and also with my extended family. And I just wanted more flexibility and more freedom and more time to be around for the people who needed me to be around. So before I went on mat leave, my husband and I both had jobs in Sydney and while they were semi-flexible and we were lucky enough to have semi-flexible roles, if I went back to my nine to five in my corporate role, it would have meant that we would both be commuting, tag teaming, dropping the girls off in daycare at seven o'clock in the morning and picking them up at six o'clock and... While there is nothing essentially wrong with that, I don't want this to be a a podcast that makes any parent feel guilty about anything because we parent how we need to parent and we do what we need to do to help our family in the ways that we need to help them. So, but in saying that, it's just not something that I wanted to do. It's not something that I wanted for myself or my kids. And the thought of that being the only choice, just it felt awful because it felt inevitable. So what could I do instead? So mortgage rates were climbing. (laughs) I don't know why that's funny. They are climbing. They're still climbing every week. We get a letter. It's the letter. Anyway, and while we were lucky, my husband had a stable role with a relatively good salary. And I'm aware that we are really lucky um, to obviously we were really lucky to both have jobs and that we were able to purchase a house. So I, when I speak about this, obviously I know it's with a certain degree of privilege and I don't take that lightly, but I still did not have the option to not work. And honestly, I didn't want to not work at all because I like working. I've always wanted to have something for myself and to do something for myself and to feel like I am having getting an outlet that is not just all tied up in my family. For me, that felt like the right choice. But roles with limited hours also generally come <laughs> with limited pay And we're few and far between. Honestly, where we live on the central coast, it's quite difficult to find a, you know, the types of roles that might be more readily available in a city like Sydney. So I had to do something different. So I decided to start my business. I decided to start as a virtual assistant. And honestly, it felt easier than I thought it would at the start. It felt easier to pick up clients than I thought it would. I found myself booked out pretty quickly uh, for the hours that I could work, which was amazing. And I was delighted at how quickly I'd been able to just build this business out of nothing. So for me, I was incredibly grateful and really proud that I was able to start something and build something in a relatively short amount of time that earned us money that had income coming in. I was able to work from home and, you know, life should have been peachy keen, but, but dun, dun, there should be a dramatic, dramatic sound effect to you guys. Dun, dun, I'll just make one again. I just made it twice. Dun, dun. Anyway, stop. 
So fast forward eight or nine months and I realized I'd been feeling completely overwhelmed (laughs) for at least the last six months. I couldn't put my finger on it. I was growing my business and creating content and marketing and I wanted to write and create more, but I felt my head just felt completely foggy and scattered all the time. I was working all the time and I was constantly, you know, thinking about work, thinking about creating content, thinking about growing the business, thinking about my clients, you know, the girls would get sick and I would feel like it would totally derail me. And it just wasn't what I'd pictured when I started my business. You know, I felt like in one sense, I was around more, I was physically present more, but in a lot of ways I was mentally just not there. I was really distracted all the time And I was really stressed because if the girls did need me, if they were sick or if they had something on like an appointment or my family needed me or whatever, you know, might happen in any given week, if I wasn't present in my business, then nobody was. (laughs) And so the work just stopped with me. And so if I took time out of my business to do the things that I'd started the business to do, I ended up then having to make up for that time. I ended up having to work at night or get up early in the morning and work or work while, you know, the girls were home for the day. I'd work while Evie was napping. And the second thing, which I touched on before is I felt like when I was more physically present with my kids, my head was always distracted. I was always thinking about work and how I could grow and how I could change the business all on my own. (laughs) And I remember it kind of came to a head one Tuesday. I was sitting next to my husband on the couch and tapping away, feeling really exhausted my husband looked at me and he said, you know, I think you're working way more now than you ever did in your corporate role. And he hadn't meant this in any other way other than a, you know, just checking in on your pal way, (laughs) but it completely broke me. And I just started sobbing. And the, the question that I had in my head while I was crying and my husband was looking dreadfully ashamed is how did I get here? That was my question. How did I get here? This isn't what I signed up for at all. This isn't what I wanted. You know, when you make the switch into doing something new and the grass, which you thought was going to be so much greener, (laughs) really just ends up being as mushy and fungus filled as the grass you were on before. My husband's really into lawn care at the moment. So hence the metaphor. This can be a little bit what it feels like after you start your business and you kind of move through this honeymoon period and then you kind of get to this point six to eight months in where you might be thinking, how did I get here? Now, I'm a super organized person. I'm efficient. I get things done and yet something just wasn't working. So. I realized that just being organized wasn't enough. It doesn't matter how organized we are. 
in our businesses. It doesn't matter how many time management systems we have or how many productivity hacks we try, how many virtual assistants we recruit. It doesn't matter if we are organizing the wrong things and optimizing for spending too many hours on things that are just not moving us where we want to go. We're always going to feel like we're working way more than we want to. And if you feel like that, it is not you. It is not just how it has to be either. It is just the way we have been conditioned to think about how to create value from our work. The way we have been conditioned to create value from our work is through how much time we put into it. So traditionally, that looks like working longer hours. It looks like, you know, if you miss out, you've got to make it up here. And if you want to get ahead, you've got to get up early and you've got to stay up late. That is how we have been conditioned to view moving forward, getting ahead and creating value. It is through our time and it is just not the case. So how do you reframe this? And it's again with a really simple question. And you can ask yourself this question relating it to growing your own business and also related to the work you do for clients if you're a service provider. So how can you deliver the most value or create the most value for your business or for your clients in the least amount of time possible. So how can you work smarter, work in a way that still delivers epic amounts of value or still gets you exactly where you want to go in the quickest way? So it's shifting your perspective on where the value lies. So the value lies in what you actually do, not how much time you spend on something. So to move forward with anything is about choosing the right tasks to spend your time on, deciding what you're going to do and getting rid of all the other busy stuff that kind of just keeps you bogged down in, you know, those endless email checks or jumping in and out of social media or doing your invoices three times a week instead of just batching them all. All of those little things will keep you kind of bogged down in this sea of busy working all the time. And when you start to get really strategic on, okay, these are the hours that I have available to work. How can I deliver the same amount of value in a way that fits into the available hours that I have without compromising on quality, without compromising on what you can earn and finally creating a business that feels like the one you wanted when you started out. So I will leave you with that for today, guys, something to ponder. And honestly, when I started truly implementing this in my own business, it completely changed how much I was working. It completely changed the way I felt about my business. It completely changed, you know, my mindset, my headspace, my creativity, and I was able to enjoy hanging out with my kids without stressing and side-eyeing my phone and I was able to actually go for a walk without, you know, checking my emails at the same time. 
So I hope this has really inspired you to ponder some of the things that you are doing on a day-to-day basis. If you've enjoyed today's episode, hit make sure you hit subscribe or follow on whatever you are listening to. And if you do love the podcast, please leave me a review. I would really, really appreciate it. And I'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Brian Henderson. I'm not Brian Henderson. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. <laughs>